This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Forever. Dog. Do not go gentle into that good night. Poetry, I feel, is a tyrannical discipline. I was trying to tell a story. The book came to me in a sort of a haze. This is how to write a good short story. No hope, just booze and madness. Everyone in the world has gone to bed one night or another with fear. I saw the best minds of my generation destroyed by madness. Now, lend me your ears. Hello and welcome to Literati, a podcast about books, writers, readers, pens, pencils, notebooks, depression, poems, impotence, jokers, and midnight tokers. And for the record, we're ready and willing to sell out. We're your hosts, Colin and Michael. I'm Michael Wolf, winner of the 2018 Book Chucker Prize for throwing a paperback the furthest distance into a big wet hole. It's actually harder than it looks because they flit around a lot in the breeze. You know how books flit around. And I'm Colin O'Brien, author of the hit young adult self-help series, So Your Body's Changing. So what? It's not my problem. You probably got bit by something. Go fucking deal with it. It's not my fucking problem. Long title, but I like it. Thank you. I'm just so excited to someday have kids and be able to give them that book when they say, Daddy, Daddy, what's happening to our bodies? And I say, listen, read this book. It's not my problem. It's yours. That is pretty much why I wrote the book. It's for parents who don't want to talk to their children. I don't think that's when when you have sex and Mm. decide to have a kid. I don't think part of the agreement is I got to tell this kid what is going to happen to their body and about sex. Absolutely not. That's not fair that's not in that you didn't sign a contract with this baby that says i'm gonna talk to you about sex that's uncomfortable that's, dis- that's actually gross it's super gross i don't want to talk to a baby about sex let the professionals do that just like you let the professional writers do yeah, the writing exactly and just like you let the professional podcasters do the podcasting yeah and speaking of professional podcasters literati's been going on for uh, a few months now we've had a whole feels like forever feels like a a long time and one of the things that we've noticed is it's not that good no and when you say it you mean the podcast both the podcast and the experience of listening to the podcast this is harder than i've ever had to work at anything in my whole life and i hate it and i don't feel any sense of uh pride Mm. it feels like there's no reward and so it's like why? Because it's Why just am I doing us in the room, yep. sometimes the guest, and then the engineer who is, you know, pretty knee deep in a dating app the whole time. You know, yeah. I can see swiping yeah. left, swiping right. Yeah. There's a lot going on there. And if even we're the not engin- invited to on any of those dates. No. You think that, okay, you're going to engineer the podcast. Let us engineer your love life. Doesn't happen. And there are, I would say, uh, a whole small crew of people out online listening to this and to you we say thank you but we also say give us some feedback yeah you know? what are, what what can we do to make there be more of you of listeners you. could you email the podcast just download it rip it offline there's got to be a site to download and rip yeah you can and <laughs> email it to your family yeah i i've heard that most of our listeners are getting uh our podcast they're they're pirating our podcast and it's like yes, guys, it's on the it's, pirate bay it's free you don't need to pirate it. Don't do it. You guys are going to Russian sites. You're downloading episode after episode as a yeah. torrent, and it is uh, giving you a lot of viruses, even though you use a Mac, which you're not supposed to get viruses, and you're still getting them somehow. Yeah, and it's like, guys, it's free. There's, It would help us out if you just get go through the process of downloading yeah. it or uh, subscribing, but they're like, no, we want to pirate it. So I recently got a copy of our own podcast emailed to me in a chain email. Like forwarded from my aunt, and it was like a it was a whole bunch of memes about how uh, Obama is not an American, which I was like, you're late on this. And it was every word was a different color font, a different color and a different font, and a different color font. And it was 
It said, if you don't forward this email to 100 people, you're going to have really bad luck for a month. And I still didn't forward it, even though it was my own podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. How's how's the luck been? Well, I'll tell you this. I fell off a bridge. And no one's been listening to the podcast. So that's so not great. So we just wanted to through. Yeah, figure not, out, like, how do we make this more listenable, a little bit better? Yeah. And maybe we could take a page out of the books of some other popular podcasts. Yeah, there's there's a, there's a number of, like, very, like, just mm. mega successes yes. in the world of podcasts. And we're like, let's look to them. What are yeah. they doing? What can we pull from that? Yeah, good artists copy Great artists steal. Yeah. Great thieves can you know, finger paint. Yeah. And then we just uh, sort of beg people to give us their tips. And if you are listening and you like this, just do a fun little review. Give us five stars and write a fun little review. Yeah. Make us laugh. We'll read it. And if it's good, we'll talk about it on air. I promise. Maybe. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Did you have a podcast that you like? So, I mean, let's, let's start with, uh, you know... One of the big ones, Uh-oh. WTF. The godfather of podcasting. WTF. That one's a huge hit. It's big. You know what I know? Short name. Yeah. And it's all, it's it's not even the words of the, Which, the name. And one of those words is a swear word. Oh, no. Yeah. Which one? The I w? think it's the W. Yeah? Yeah. It stands for wanker. So, so it's a Brit. I'm guessing Mark I think it's Maron's a British from thing. England. I've yeah. never made it through. I just yeah. listened to the first 15 minutes and turned it off. I think that we could change the name of our podcast to lit lit yeah it's also lit af yeah which is pretty fun what if we just called it lit af that's actually a genuinely (laughs) much better name lit af a podcast about books and then if you abbreviate that to just laf that's laugh Mm. so that works which is what you'll do if you listen (laughs) yeah you'll laugh yeah (laughs) that's really good lit af so just anyone listening to this damn the this is a joke. Michael, but Michael is genuinely upset. Lit AF is a really good name for a podcast about literature. Yeah, and we'd probably get a lot of younger, younger yeah. listeners. Yeah, uh, trick them into thinking we're cool. Exactly. We are both, I think, Gen Z. Yes. Yeah, yeah we're Gen Gen Z. Yeah. Uh, is that the newest one? That's the. I think those are the youngest, the ones who just came out, <laughs> the newest model. Now, Colin, were you going to say something else about Mark Maron and WTF? Well, so here's the thing. Yeah. He... I think one of the biggest episodes he had was when he had uh, the president on, oh, President yeah. Obama. Oh, I read an email about him. Yeah. That <laughs> was what your aunt was emailing. Yeah, him. yeah, exactly. What if maybe we just get the president, oh. President Obama, to be on on our podcast? I love that idea. He wrote a couple books, I think. At least one book, yeah, Audacity of Hope. Yeah. Uh, and he also wrote Raising Hope, the TV show. They made a, they made a TV and show based on the book. he wrote Raising Arizona, too, yep. which is a movie based on the TV show yep. on the book. Okay, so let's so we'll get him. Um, so we just uh, need to get his email. Producer Andrew, can you help us book uh, President Obama? I'm on it. He's on it. He Great. said he's on it. Great. So, okay, do you have his email address? Multiple. Okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's two. also like, I know he's like, I don't know if you guys can hear him because we didn't set him up with a mic, but he's being so fucking smug. And he's like, yeah, no problem. I can email Obama. It's not that hard to email somebody. No, because this is what I found. Usually yeah. it's their full name. Yep. And then it's at, and then whatever the name of the company is. Yes. Gmail.com. Exactly. And so it'd probably be Barack Obama at uh, president of us.com. That's true. It, at right gmail.com. Now, at at gmail.com. Gmail. Right now, though, that is Trump, who I don't want to get into that whole mess. No. But that is, if we, if we emailed that, it would probably direct right to okay. Trump. Okay. So maybe it's like. Pres- it's probably Barack.Obama at, at used to be president.gmail.gov. <laughs> okay. Okay. So just. Uh, Easy. Yeah. I could do it. You could do it. Great. Um, okay. Um, so Another, what other what other podcasts can we pull I, from? This American Life, I think, is a really popular one. Yes. Okay. And what they sort of do is they steal stories from other people. That's easy. That's what we already do. Right. When we're writing books. We're we used to write a lot and and share the things that we wrote, and now we have guests on who mm-hmm. read things that they wrote, and it's, that's sort of our way. It's very similar to like. Like the like Andy Warhol sort of like where he had like a, a loft with just a bunch of mm. those people who would just do all the art and then he'd say it was his. Yes. That's kind of what we do. It's a we factory. Say, yeah, it's the factory. We just say that it's our podcast. We wrote it. 
Okay. And, but it's, it's So really we're going to take a This American Life approach, and what we do is we get a whole Williamsburg loft, and we fill yes. it full of artist types, and we tell them what to write, and then they write it, and then we say it's ours. I love that idea. That's a great idea. And, okay, how about this? Um, we call our podcast This American Book. <laughs> I think that's good. <laughs> this American, This American Right. This American right. Mm. That does sound like it could be about conservatives in America. And honestly, that would probably also get a lot of clicks. And you know what? I'm down to do it just for the clicks. Yeah. Because, I mean, once they're on, they'll realize we're not we're not talking about – they'll realize it's spelled differently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but, you know, as still, long as we get them in. And once know. they're in the door, then yeah. we're sold. So what about um, the last podcast that I was thinking of, which also we have an in with because they're at this – Network is Los Culturistas. Oh, yeah. And we know those hosts. They've yep. done this podcast before. Mm-hmm. So, so what is it that they are doing that we are not doing? Hmm. I think they have an audience. Are they, and they're doing, they're doing more. Uh, they have an audience, so they're doing that right. They're I relatable think. and funny, which we could try. Yeah, but like I don't want to like uh, steal I don't, thing. Yeah, and also like it's just going to sound forced if we try to be funny. You know, it's going to sound strained if you and I try to do it. Yeah, like doing some long, prolonged bit. Yeah. They also do, they do, is it more, it's more topical. Like it, it, yeah, like they, it relates to like uh, well, cultural. Yeah, they're sort of. having conversations and talking about things that are going on in the world and their experiences and the lives yeah. of the past. There's not the shroud of I'm pretending to be a person. I'm not. No, no. And, which I wouldn't ever want to do. No. And, and they have of, fun segments. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't. We'd I don't want to think of something clever. Yeah, we'd have to think of something clever, and that just sounds like, you know, I'm already, I'm already, you know, putting about like fifteen to twenty minutes of work into this podcast, like on my own time, and I don't want. That's I don't, triple I don't, what I'm doing. Yeah, I don't want to do more than that. Okay, you know what? It sounds like we're not going to break it. Why don't we call one of our friends? Mark Vigent has been on the podcast. Yeah, and the live show. He's the code lord. Yes. Uh, he knows internet so good. So he could probably tell us what we're doing wrong. Yeah, or just like how do we – maybe it's something where we're not tagging things. And I think we also did come up with right. some uh, good ideas with him before that we did not the implement. Memes yeah, and stuff. which we did not implement. So let's ca- – I'm calling him up and we'll okay. see. You. What's up, Michael Wolf? Hey, Mark Vigen, how are you? I'm okay. How are you, my sweet friend? Good. I just want to let you know uh, real quick, you are on the Literati podcast hey, and Ma- – Hey, Mark. It's Colin. Colin. (laughs) And so we just wanted to know, we're just sort of doing our intro and chatting, and we're trying to figure out why our podcast is bad and how to make it good. And we we wanted you to sort of give us some insight. Uh, Is this live? Uh, No. No. (laughs) No. But, you know, don't don't fuck up. (laughs) Wait, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Is this the kind of thing where you're going to be using sound clips of this phone call? This it just can okay fine. Uh, let me retract my statement. This is live. <laughs> so, what we just want to know is: is it maybe something about analytics? Is there an internet side to this that like we haven't oh. gotten the right hashtag? Oh yeah, I mean you got to be plugging into the right websites. I mean, I, I think that really your issue here is an SEO problem. Okay. Okay, we uh, don't have a CEO. No, Michael. Stop being so hilariously random. I'm talking about SEO. Okay. That's search engine optimization. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. That's right. Uh, so if you'll recall, something that I do in my daily routine, uh-huh. uh, which starts at about 6.33 in the morning when I wake up, and then I obviously <laughs> chuck a few Monster Energy drinks. Mark, 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 our bits have already been going on for a long time. We just need quick, short advice about why our podcast sucks and how to make it better. Okay, well, so like I was saying, after I wake up and chug the Monster Energy drink and then I vape a full vape uh, of uh, tamarind vape juice, what I'll do is I'll step onto my uh, hand. Yeah, Mark, I think we got to go. We're losing you. It's a bad connection. Uh, Thanks so much. Thank um, you, Mark. All right. Yeah. Good luck. Everything. Hey. Uh, good luck. And, and I, I, I think my advice is good, actually. Could you give us a uh, a review on the app and like just give us five stars and review? Because that honestly would really help. Yeah, I will. OK. Talk to you later. 
I love you. <laughs> that was not bad. I sort of lost him at the SEO thing. Yeah. Uh, we could have also, uh, he has a show he invited us to tonight. We probably could have told him we'd come to that, but yeah. nah. No, that doesn't really sound like that helps us. Should we try <laughs> Becky? Real quick? Uh, or should we go because our guest is No, here? no, no. Let's try Becky. Okay. Yeah. Um. So Becky Shacoin is a very likable, fun person, a comedian. Uh, she was on the podcast yep. a while back. Yeah. So let's just give her yeah. a call and see if she has any advice. Because I think maybe more from like a producing the show. Yeah. She maybe knows and le- less, it, less talking about what their schedule is yeah. in the morning. Hello. I can't believe Hi, everyone's picking up. Hi, this is Becky. Are you uh are you working right now or do you have a second to chat? I have a second. Okay, great. This is Michael and Colin. I want to let you know that you're live on Literati. Oh, um Hi Becky. Uh, Oh, I'm live on Literati. So basically, we're just talking, and the sort of like theme of this intro is why is the podcast not very good, and how can we make it better, and why, how can we get people to like it? Because right now they don't. Any um, advice for us? Sorry, uh, who who is this? Uh, this I, is Michael um, and Colin. We did comedy together in the oh, group OSFUG for like sorry. nine years. Yeah, you've been on the podcast too. Sorry, You're one of our best sorry. friends. I thought I saw my phone said Michael, and I just have a brother named Michael. Um, okay, but hey, uh, we're here. You want it to be popular? You want yes. to be popular? Very um, much so. We just need you to tell us how to make people like the show because you've got a lot of friends. You're very popular. Yeah, thanks so much. So could you give us? Well, me to t- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard because like that's kind of something you're a little bit born with uh, popularity. But um, I people guess- are born popular. Bo- yeah, mm-hmm. I was born popular. Oh, that's a good. You could book. check my birth certificate. You could check my birth certificate, Colin. Oh yeah, that's they mark that along with like blood type and stuff when you're born. <laughs> Becky, yeah, we just need do. like one good soundbite of how to get this podcast to be listenable. Okay, how to get the podcast listenable? Add more bells like jingle bells because you know if you think about it people love christmas music holiday okay. music that's tr- that that's, is that's true. true yeah that could work so and people are listening to that they they listen to it even like year round now yeah well so, is that the new thing listen to know. christmas music all, all like year round oh yeah no same me neither i don't know anybody who does that okay i was born popular Okay, that uh, is the name of your autobiography. Engineer Andrew, can we add more bells to the podcast? Yeah, yeah, sure. Thanks. So, okay, just he very to, cockily said just yes. to reiterate, oh. you are going to email Barack Obama and add more bells to our podcast. Okay. Thank you so much, oh. Becky. And I don't know if hey, you've you listened to the episode you were on yet, but it turned out really good, and we'd love it if you would listen and share. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm just kind of busy. Thanks so much. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> So yeah, great. That's some really good advice. Those are good practical steps of how we can take this. Was it though? I feel like Mark just listed his schedule and then Becky said add bells. Again, that's good. That's as good as we're going to get. Okay. And, uh, you know, hopefully people will find out that uh, they love it and it's a cult hit maybe 30, 50 years in the future. Yeah. How few listeners do you need for it to be a cult hit? I think just just the one. Oh, we might be all right then. Yeah. Okay. Cults of one happen. Great. Uh, So anyway, let's get to our reader for the evening. And this is a big one. I can't believe we got her. I grew up reading her scary horror stories. Uh, I have all of her books at home, but she hasn't put out a new book in a decade and no one's really heard from her. So we have the exclusive new excerpt. I'm so excited. It's a master of horror, but retreated from the literary world for over a decade. But tonight she's here reading an excerpt from The Long Road. Please welcome Nancy Cardigan. Hello, I'm Nancy Cardigan. And this is a passage from my upcoming novel, The Long Road. There were no streetlights in Beechwood, Pennsylvania. The road was pitch black, and the two women could scarcely see beyond their headlights. Abigail was at the wheel while Nancy tried to nap in fits and starts. She couldn't sleep, not now, not at a time like this. The radio was on, although it had been a long while since they'd been within any sort of frequency. Occasionally, a desperate word would sputter out of the static like a hand, reaching out, looking for someone, anyone, 
to grab a hold of. Danger. Roads closed. No way out. Blood. Nancy turned the radio off. She couldn't bear the tension of the static any longer. They drove in silence for a moment, the sounds of the road creating an even rhythm underneath the tire treads. Then suddenly, out of nowhere, a sound. What was that? asked Abigail, frightened. What? <laughs> Nothing. Um, I definitely didn't hear a sound, replied Nancy, also frightened. No, I definitely did hear something. No, I don't think so. Nancy, Abigail said, her fear dissipating and turning into rage. Did you? <laughs> toot? What? No, said Nancy. Yes, you did. You did toot, and you tooted in this hot car. Really, Nancy? In this hot car? Are you serious? I did not toot, cried Nancy. You literally did. You tooted in my hot car, and you know we can't open the windows because there are zombies outside and they could kill us dead. And now your hot fart is grilling on the seat warmers and this whole car smells like fucking rank-ass shit. Nancy pursed her lips and stared out the window. There was no calming Abigail when she was in a mood. They'd been friends since college and sisters since birth, and Nancy knew she wouldn't win this fight. She concentrated instead on staring out at the middle distance, dreaming of a time before the zombie apocalypse, and, more importantly, a time before the toot. Abigail was still fuming. Jesus Christ, Nance, she said. It smells like your whole ass exploded. As the flickering lights of a nearby emergency shelter came into focus, Nancy couldn't stop thinking about her toot. Because she had tooted. She had eaten nothing but canned beans for the last week, and the toot had come out seething and rabid and full of poisonous vengeance. She thought perhaps she could forget about the toot, let it go, like they'd let their old lives go. But Abigail was a powerful woman, and she would surely tell everyone at the emergency shelter about the toot, and then everyone would know, and she couldn't live with that. Nancy knew what she had to do. She had to quit the literary world, stop writing books. She would move to a house in the woods and not speak to another soul for over a decade. Would she ever write about the experience? No, definitely not. And if she did write a book that had a similar story, it would merely be a coincidence and not based on anything that really happened. Thank you. Wow, Nancy Cardigan, thank you so much. I am shivering in my little seat. Ooh, thank you oh, so much. Oh, my goodness. From that scary story. Goosebumps. I have so many Goosebumps. questions. Yes, yeah. it's spooky, uh, isn't uh, it? But before we get to uh, the interview and the questions, mm. uh, Michael and I are trying to get more listeners, and we think that mm. what would help is getting some really, like, uh, clippable sound bites. Yeah, just stuff that people can, like, make GIFs out of, yeah. but for sound, so, post on Tumblr, stuff so, like that. Yeah, so we're going to get to, like, our really intellectual literary discussion, but sure. real quick, uh, would you mind just saying uh, this uh, number one here? Could you just say that? Sure, sure. I'm just reading. Yep. Yeah, right just here. your yeah. own spin on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put want. your own spin on it, and then we'll just, uh, we'll clip it out. <laughs> All right, I'll just read what's here. Yep, <clears throat> and we'll just edit that. Her saying, uh, "I'll read what's here out when, yeah. it, when we." So it sounds great. like she yeah. means it. Yeah, great. And I'm just going to read what you wrote then, and then we'll just edit that out too. But yes, okay, yeah, go ahead. Great. So give me one moment to just mm -hmm. read over these words you've given me that you wrote coming out of your mouth. Okay, I don't see what all the fuss is about the college admission scandal. Rich people should be able to buy their kids' way into college. If you have lots of money, you should be above the law. What? Wow. Oh, wow. coming out, Nancy. Way, I do not agree with that one. It's nice that you're brave. Fantastic. And then would you just say, I love Donald Trump? Yes, and these are words you want me to say. If you say them, then yes, I would love for that. I'll do anything you ask of me. I'm so happy to be back we on the great. radio. So happy to have you, yeah. I love Donald Trump. Okay, we got that. Excellent. Well, awesome. And great. then just last, climate change isn't real. Oh, well, climate change isn't real. This is true. Great. And then uh, just a spin on that, uh, mm. climate change is for cucks. Just to make it a little bit more offensive. <laughs> yeah, just for the kids. Yeah. Yes. Uh, climate change is for cucks. Awesome. Great. That's okay, so, great. And now and so, we can <laughs> put those out there and yeah, people are yeah. going to be like, wow, if they yeah. said that, what was the rest of the podcast exactly. like? And they will be disappointed. Great. You young people. 
That's true. <laughs> we as are we mentioned, Gen Z. Michael two of and the I. youngest people I know. Young people and your cucks. <laughs> believe, the, uh, believe it or not, I used to be even younger. You're kidding. What? Yeah. I was always this age. <laughs> wow. Yes. That's impressive. Uh, just slow and steady. You find an age you like and you stick at it. Yes. Wow. Precise. Precise. <laughs> slow and steady. I'm fine not finishing the race. That's exactly, exactly right. how I go. Exact. Yeah. Exact. Um, Nancy. Yes. Back into the interview. Such a thrill to have. Yeah, let's try I, and make these uh, transitions as yeah, smooth as possible. I, so I, we are ending that first part, and now we are doing interview. interview. I can't believe, I mean, no one knew what happened to you for so long. I can't believe we have you on the, the podcast. It's an honor. Yeah, this yes. is fantastic. Thank you so much. It's an honor for me as well. You're like J.D. Salinger, but less up your own ass. Exactly. <laughs> Where did he go? <laughs> I, honestly, he can stay there for all I care. But when you were, what, what took you so long to get back into the writing world? Well, I was, uh, I was sort of taking some me time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's important. You know, I just thought I, I just needed to take ten or so years to just sort of uh, get back to me. Right, and people don't understand with with artists. I mean. Sometimes that's part of the process, you exactly. know. The emails yeah. pile up and you're like, I got to take at least a weekend at most 10 years. Well, and I don't even have a computer. Oh. So for me, it was just, I had some old letters. Okay. And I didn't want to respond. Right. And so I moved away into the woods and I took 10 years of me time and it was for just me time and no other reason. Nothing mm. else happened that I am ashamed of or should be ashamed of. Right. Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah, no one's, yeah, no we one's weren't saying, yeah. thinking that I would no. never read into anything. It's not suspicious to leave your family with no word, move into a house in the middle of the woods and disappear for 10 years. There's nothing unusual about this. No, no not, a, not at all. Mike, Michael's, you've done a similar thing with your well, family. My kids suck. And mm. so, except, except it was the other way around where they left you with no word. Uh, yeah, 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 they took off, but I kind of set the table for that. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I want to, for some of our younger listeners, if you can believe they're even younger than us, they might not be familiar with all of your works before mm. you went missing because you were topping the charts. It's true. The mystery charts, the horror charts, yes. the spine tingling charts. Yes, I was number two on the spine, ting- <laughs> the spine tingling charts, and I actually won a spine tingler's award. Oh, my gosh. In. You- 2007. You want a tingly. I want a tingly. <laughs> it is, and then the trophy is just a spine on a on a plaque. It's a vertebrae. Yes, yeah. and it has a little feather attached to it <laughs> so that you can tingle yeah. someone's spine. <laughs> That's with incredible. It. I keep forgetting who number one was on the that spine year. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, it was Stephen King. Yeah, it was Stephen King. Duh. Yeah. He had just written uh, on writing and yes. everybody was like, ooh, ooh. I don't want to reflect. Spooky. There's nothing spookier than a book about writing. <laughs> nothing scares me more than process. Perhaps maybe a, a film about theater. Oh, God. <laughs> Noise is on. Um, no. I, but I was wondering, some of these, if you could just take our listeners through some of the books uh, that you'd written. I remember you had... Uh, the one about the swamp thing called Swampy. Swampy, yes. <laughs> yes, of course. One of my one of my biggest uh, yeah. uh, books. I mean, it was hu- hugely successful. There was a Swampy movie, and then there was a, v- a very f- famously failed television mm-hmm. program, The Swamp Files. The Swamp Files. Yeah. And there were there were uh, action figures. It's true. You know. Wet. They were all wet. Yeah, which was <laughs> yes. yeah. It was like wet, melted plastic. I don't know how it stayed so hot. There was yeah. and there. I do remember the commercials were very popular. It was they come wet, they stay wet. <laughs> They're the wettest action figures you've ever seen. How do they stay so wet? How do they stay so wet? Oh yes, yes. How do they stay so wet? Oh. Freddie Prince Jr. was in that commercial. Yeah, oh. and that's that's uh, that's only an abridged version of the song. The the oh, song at the end yes. of the commercial went on for about six six and a half minutes. Yeah, it's one of the only commercials ever to run that had closing credits. 
And then I believe a full album came out yes. uh, of just the all of the rest of the songs attached. It was like a concept album around the exactly, Swampy exactly. toy. What was Freddie Prince like? Did you get to meet him? Oh, he was terrible. Oh, no. <laughs> just awful to work with. I'll never meet your heroes. What, like remind this. was this Freddie Prince Jr. or the Freddie Prince Senior? Freddie Prince Senior. It or? was Freddie Prince Junior. Oh, okay. Junior, <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, the hot one. Because this was uh, 2008, right before right. Uh, I went away for no reason. Mm-hmm. For right. me time. Yeah, me time. Yeah, me time. Yeah, so yeah. I, I feel yeah. like you've set that up, and yeah. there's going to be no yeah. time or need yeah. for us to dig deeper. Not into at that all. And push. No. And but yeah, I, Swampy was huge. Swampy was one of the one of the biggest biggest uh, horror novels of the decade. Was it hard to? Right, because that was was that your first novel? That was my last. Oh my gosh, your last! I had it flipped. <laughs> okay. Oh man, I try to do the research, but then sometimes I've got you know I've got brain rot. So yeah, yeah, yeah. doctors say it's mm, uh, his brain. I'm so sorry. It, yeah, my brain. It's eating. It's fine. It's eating itself. And that's a medical term. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, interestingly enough, my brain is mm. slowly growing. Really? And will at some point uh, need somewhere to go. <laughs> well, I was going to say the headphones or cans, as we call them, mm-hmm. barely fit onto your head. Yeah. Yes. My head Stretched is as far huge. as they can go. I, I did notice that uh, uh, the side of your head is shaved and it has like a little, like, uh, it looks like almost a doctor made uh-huh. like a dotted like line a circle around it. Yeah. That's, is that where they're planning on like... They're gonna like or remove just one part of, of your skull. It's for sort the brain? of a blueprint gotcha. uh, for if there's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I thought that was a cool Skrillex haircut. Well, it's both. Okay, it can be both, Colin. That's our lesson of the day. It, it can, can be, be both. both. <laughs> so obviously, it must have been easy to write books before getting to Swampy. Um, <laughs> since C- you certainly, didn't... I wrote so many. I mean, you yeah. know. Oh, why? Well, there was the Bone Boys. <laughs> Bone. Oh yes, and then the sequel, Bone Girls, which didn't do as well. <laughs> yeah, it's hard because uh, they they made you make those ones pink yes. to appeal to girls, which is just like that's a that's a total marketing sham. It was, and all the pages had to be pink, and then the the uh, writing was like a dark pink, and it was extremely hard to read. Uh, and so, you know, girls were complaining, I can't read the book. And then there became a rumor that women couldn't read. Right. <laughs> and and it, I felt responsible. Yeah. And yeah. it was it was uh, similar to how they they now know, like, uh, like the blue light from computers affects. The, mm, uh, it was like right. it had like a it like ruined a lot of young girls vision. Permanently. It, it did. Permanently. It permanently ruined. Uh, and, and in the way that the blue light keeps you awake at night. Mm. Uh you know, young girls would try to read the book and then they wouldn't sleep for weeks. Yes. I've invented a device. You know how there's like night mode for Twitter or in like the Kindle app. What is is night mode for Twitter? Well, basically it changes the color from black on or and blue on white to white on blue. So it's, I'll show you real quick. Okay. Um, It's pretty important. Let me just pull up my Twitter account. So this is night mode. (laughs) Okay. Oh, so it's just dark. It's just dark. And then this is day mode. Gotcha. So we can keep all that in. And I did that for books where sometimes you're reading and it's nighttime and the light bouncing off the book is just killing your eyes. You uh, want a black book. Yes. So with it's white a, writing. It's a black book with white writing. <laughs> so you have two copies of every book. Well, I wish it was that simple. Each book comes with a bonus page. <laughs> and so when it comes nighttime, what you have to do is slip the page you're reading out, slip the new page in. What's tough is they're so not like pla- numbered. It's a plastic, like a It's basically like a filing s- cabinet gotcha. is what it's become. <laughs> and you have to slip each page out one at a time. And you just pick, do I want a day page or a night page? Or if you're doing the artist's way, a morning page. <laughs> So this is the kind of thing where at the top of the day you can decide, I think I'm going to read these pages in the day and these pages in the night and sort of prepare ahead for your day. Or do you, have, have, to, a, you have to change them all out every single every time? time. It's like up to even you. the pages you've already I have read. a very logical, reason-based mind. I love Clearly. to debate people. I love to I'm f- all about facts, not feelings. And except for in my poetry where it's the other way around. And so I say each morning I sort of regiment my day and I figure out what I'm going to read when. And I plan it out. And that's how it works for me. And I know, okay, I'm going to need one cup of Soylent in the morning. At Mm. lunch, I'm going to need a bowl of Soylent. At night, I'm going to need a Soylent turkey. You know, that sort of thing. And this is your food? This is my food, yes. Soylent is a thing that I buy from my cousin Vinny. And... (laughs) They made a movie about it, didn't they? I don't want to talk about it. Was the movie I based on? I got cut out of it, yeah. It was 
I was the guy who was, was gonna a... run in and say, "You guys forget your pizza," <laughs> and they cut me out. <laughs> I did that in every scene. And there, there's no mention of Soylent in that movie. Well, my cousin Vinny, he side project. It was a side project. You Got know it. how like um how Ryan Gosling not has relevant a band. to the story. Yes, Maybe. I do know. Yes, and it's a bad band, and it's a scary band. Yeah. I think it's called something like The Lonely Bones, or mm. do you know? <laughs> Ryan Gosling has a band, and I will promise you this, it's pretty spooky, the music, which is why I'm talking about it so much, because it ties Relevant, though, we have a horror writer. Yeah, yes. Exactly. So, speaking of, so you got to Bone Boys, Bone Girls, you got Swampy. What was your favorite book that you wrote? Probably, uh, probably uh, the... Probably the kazoo mm. files. Yes, because that was a whole series. Yeah. It was the kazoo trilogy. Yes, it was uh, a based, series of three. <laughs> series of three, based on uh, an anthropomorphized kazoo mm. that just—it's terrifying, so scary, yeah. and it just went wild. <laughs> Yes, that's because I was reading this book under the covers as mm-hmm. a kid with these blinding white pages. And you'd know you'd know that kazoo was coming because you'd hear the it's kind of like a Jaws theme, but it was the kazoo. Mm-hmm. That's quite a, a good kazoo you've got there. Thank you. I was playing one as a kid while reading your book and I got so scared I gasped because <gasps> you shot down my my throat and now I can. Play kazoo whenever I want. Oh, you have a kazoo wedged in your esophagus. In my uh, doctor's called a windpipe. Ah, okay, yes. I'm familiar. And uh, I want to know, is there a monster or a spooky theme that you have yet to write about that you've always been dying to? Is this maybe a place where we can brainstorm? Mm. Oh, I would love to because, you know, I'm I'm expecting this next book to be extremely... uh, popular and successful and so I The Long Road. The Long Road and so uh, you know I'm trying to think of what my next book should be. I keep thinking perhaps a short road or a wide road. Prequel. But uh, you know uh, perhaps it's not about a road at all. Mm. Perhaps it's a book about uh, Cold, Cold-de-sac. A cul-de-sac. Mm. Uh, a loop-de-loo. Mm. Or An perhaps avenue. Perhaps, yeah. or, or perhaps you know, it is about uh, we go back to monsters, and perhaps it is a book about a scary, spooky lamp, mm. for oh. example. Or don't turn out the lights, exactly. Or before, or they'll turn out you. <laughs> oh yes, you better turn out the lights before the lights turn out you. Could be a catchphrase. Oh, could I could see that on a T-shirt. Yeah. yeah, or a chapter title. Yeah, and actually, a lot of my books are based on T-shirts. Really? <laughs> yes, a lot. Many writers don't work this way, but you can. I, I remember you had you had the the other series, No Fear, No Fear. Yeah, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, that actually, terrifying. I know. Uh, and then the follow up to that, uh, the Big Dog series. <laughs> I remember it was. I, I had a whole absolutely big dog terrifying. You had the Above the Rim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and one above the rim, <laughs> and of course, your series for children, uh, Tweety Bird with an Attitude. <laughs> <laughs> that yes, one, I love the use of rhinestones. I there were a lot of rhinestones, and I did get a cease and desist. <laughs> uh, before we uh, continue with uh, with more of your just uh, amazing uh, catalog of work, thank you. Uh, just again, we are trying to get more listeners, sure. uh, trying to be more relevant. Absolutely. Uh, so we're just this is going to be super quick. We're just going to touch on a, f- a few like culturally uh, yeah. relevant things, and if you can just. You know, give us a quick, uh, your thoughts on it. Did you see Avengers Endgame? Yes. Did you like it? Yes. Great. Okay, so that's all we need awesome. for that. Done. We can uh, And we can just put that, uh, uh, Andrew, just in the description of- That'll uh, help with the SEO. Yeah. So Say, uh, Colin and Michael talk with Nancy Cardigan about Avengers Endgame. Yeah. So, uh, and then uh, I guess uh, follow up, uh, have you seen Game of Thrones? Have you been watching the last season? No. Did you hear about that Starbucks cup thing? Yes. Great, okay, great, great. So, uh, Michael, do you have any? Put that in there, yeah. Andrew. Yeah, do you have um, any yeah, I, I, uh, I had a question because um, th- we're supposed to be topical, right? Just topical stuff, stuff, that, stuff that we can put in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have you been going to that park by my house where they're doing construction all the time? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, and which, so we can put that in for the. Uh, which park is this? Uh, Dingus Park. 
Oh yes, I'm familiar. No, I haven't been in quite a while. What okay. are they doing? They're building a new. They're putting a new. Uh... They're just digging. Oh, they're just digging. I don't know what's going on, but now I can't see the people digging anymore. <laughs> they're so far down. You know, I understand. I tried to do this in my ten years of me. Yeah. Ten years of me time, and I just thought I'll just dig a hole until I am gone. Mm. Mm. And wouldn't you know? Uh, the deeper I got. There I still was. Because you're always <laughs> digging away from something. It's true. And no matter how <laughs> deep you dig, you're still there. It's in true. That hole. You're yeah. still you in the hole. You can't dig away from you. You can't ever dig. And trust me, I tried. Yeah. I hit lava. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we all have holes inside ourselves <laughs> that we're trying to fill. Trying to fill with yeah. something. It's true. Yeah. And finally, uh, those, oh, we're ro- still doing those royals had a baby. Have you seen it yet? <laughs> Uh, yes, I did. I had a special viewing oh, of the God. baby. Of she the got baby. The behind the curtain. Yes. Great. Do you so, know what they named it? Oh, uh, it doesn't matter. We don't need to get into it. Uh, so we're just going to put uh, Royals had a baby in the thing and the Game of Thrones and Avengers. Are you game. getting this, Andrew? And uh, Dingus, say it out Dingus loud. Park. So we're going to get Avengers. We're going to get the, the Game of Thrones. You don't right. have to say everything. Great. I just need Great. a verbal yes. Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> you're nodding, but I don't know what that's. Great. What that means. Great. And there's Great. no way that this can backfire yelling at the producer who gets so. to present how We've this is shown to the world. We've met once before, so I yeah. think this will be okay. Uh, well, I, I don't want to poke and prod, mm. but then I don't. do want to ask an intimate question. I know you say you just went away mm. for you time, or as you say, me time, but I know you mean you. <laughs> Thank you. But you were at the peak of your career. Yeah. Swampy you had, had just everything. come out. You and could, it was a smash hit. And Thank you. there was TV, there was movies. I mean, there was Freddie the Prince wettest Jr. action figures anyone has ever seen. What made you leave the spotlight truly? Is there something deeper that you were running from? Well, I don't know if I want to say. Okay. I don't know if I feel comfortable speaking to it. This is the three of us space. and an engineer who's about half a person. And we don't, and we don't want, we don't want you to say anything that would make you uh, need ten more years of me time. But it seemed like the story might have. I mean, was the, the character what? had was, the same name as you? Was there the, a way oh, that you were? I, doing I hadn't even noticed that Nancy was your name and the character. Yeah, I hadn't name. even noticed. Do you have a sister? Yes. Is her name Abigail? Abigail? Uh, how did you know? Again. Your story had these really subtle... Colin and I are good readers. You know how some people read between the lines? Yes. We just read what's on the line. (laughs) Yeah. Because that way we get the words. (laughs) It's already a challenge enough for us. So, uh, okay, don't throw your headphones off. Please, please, please don't. Stay in the room. Stay in the room. I'm nervous. (laughs) Nancy Cardigan, it's going to be okay. We just want to know, were you using your story to tell us a truth? Fine. Yes, I was. Yes, yes. I'll say it. Okay. I went on a road trip with my sister, Abigail. I tooted in the car. I thought she was going to tell everyone because she is a horrible woman. And so I moved away (laughs) into the woods. Oh, my God. I built a home with my hands. Oh my god! <laughs> was it a good home? like? Was it <laughs> no, solid foundation? No. What no. did the home that you built look like? <laughs> imagine a pile of sticks. <laughs> you and, assembled. And now imagine that with me beneath it. I, oh, gosh, I kind of imagine Nancy. you you had a few attempts at it, and then you're like, "What if I just lie on the ground and try to put these sticks over Precisely. me yeah. for ten years?" Wow. I went to the woods. So you lied to us when you said you just needed to read letters. No, I I lied. I went because I was afraid my sister was going to tell oh. everybody that I tooted in the car, oh. and then I would be ruined. My career would be over because everyone would know that I'm a d- nasty bitch who farts in a hot car while the seat warmers are on and the windows are all the way up. And so these zombies in this in the story, yes, in real life, all- there were no zombies. Oh my god. So- 
Oh, it's just wave after wave of lies hitting me. And at least I thought, well, they're, the zombies are part of it, and they're not. In real life, the windows couldn't be rolled down because they were broken. Abigail, on top of being a horrible bitch, is a cheap bitch, oh. and she wouldn't get her car fixed. Oh, next thing you're going to tell me is that this road isn't even that long. The road was very short. Oh, <laughs> I feel cheated. But also, at the same point, I want to applaud you for your vulnerability. And in general, in life, we've been through these same things. You mean you can relate? We can relate. To me? You're not the only person who's done a toot. No. My dog is shitting every day, and I have to touch it. This can't be. I I went away for ten years because of a toot. You see, 10 years of my life wasted. Who told you that you could not do a toot? I just assumed. Okay. And you were just living under sticks for 10 years? I had a pillow. So you walked into the woods carrying nothing but a pillow? Oh, sorry. I shouldn't have said pillow. I guess I should have said stone. Okay. Yeah, that actually makes more sense. Wait, a Tempur-Pedic stone? No, just a stone. Okay. Nancy, I this is such a tragic story because Colin and I can relate. This is not... You did made no egregious error. Uh, you know, this is a human thing, and there was no reason to shun yourself. Perhaps if you had smelled the toot, you would feel differently. Okay. That is fair. Maybe. Perhaps I should recreate the toot now. No, you don't Please need don't. to do yeah. that. Do you want me to? No. no we could see. I feel so open and vulnerable. Perhaps I should recreate the toot. No. <laughs> and you, you have should to... tell me if I did the right thing moving into the woods for <laughs> 10 years. To, you'd have maybe save that for like the last couple minutes of the podcast. That feeling feels like a way to wrap up. Because I've been eating a lot of wet beans. Okay. Pinto? <laughs> Was that what you had the day of the long road? Yes. Okay, because you got to recreate it step by step. Was that also the car you were in? Is that a car? A Pinto? Is that a car? It's a horse. I know a Pinto is a horse. Nancy, while you were in the woods, now that we've cleared the air, uh, which unfortunately your sister couldn't because of those cheap windows, have you reached out to her since you've gotten back to the real world well she unfortunately passed oh my goodness <laughs> oh that's so sad yes you never got to make amends no no but i i did learn that she never told anyone about my toot wow so, so you won i won and that no. stupid bitch <laughs> oh i won once and for all and i outlived her take that abigail that was that was also that's what you said at her funeral too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They actually waited. She di- <laughs> she died about five years ago, but they waited to have the funeral. They kept the body her, out. Her in, last request was for you in to the be sun. There. They kept it out in the sun. Uh, her last request was to be extremely dry, dry and crispy, oh. <laughs> and not wet. Yeah. Because she knew all the success you had had with that wet with swampy wet. thing, and so yeah. she was like, "I don't want." I don't want, want any yeah. piece of that. Nancy, and- I wonder if the Long Road series could be an exploration of guilt, uh, an exploration of your sister's life, a testament to mm. her. You know, where maybe she is this crusty, wrinkly, dead monster sure. that you explore, or perhaps she in the second book. It does a toot herself. Okay. And I ruin her life. <laughs> that's a little bit more one to one than I was thinking. I was thinking maybe she's like the secret keeper and she's a person with a terrible secret. And her terrible secret is that she did an awful toot. And when I find out, I destroy her. I mean, that sounds honestly very cathartic and therapeutic. So you're gonna you're gonna take what what was your fear and drove you to live in the woods for ten years and you're going to basically do like recreate it with your sister but like in fantasy yeah yes precisely yes your dead sister (laughs) okay um i guess my next question is who are your influences well uh 
as horrible as he was, I suppose Freddie Prince Jr. I think is a terrific actor and mm. very influential to me. And your writing. As a much older writer. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's funny where we draw the inspiration from. It and he can just... really sell an action figure. It's I, true. That's true. Freddy Krueger is one of my biggest inspirations. <laughs> oh, of course. I want to get into the heads of kids. <laughs> also, I must say... Uh, uh, <laughs> Scooby Doo. Oh, yeah. As a mystery, uh, uh, so I, I mean, so much wonderful exploration into the mystery genre there, yeah, and I'm just absolutely constantly, consistently impressed by yeah. those kids, those meddling <laughs> kids, and of their dog mm. Scooby. We got a dog for the podcast. His name is Milo. And we spent, so far it's been thousands and thousands of dollars in just getting the dog, training the dog, feeding the dog, getting worms into it, getting worms out of it. Great. And we just thought, okay, people like dogs. Dogs are popular on Instagram and all over the internet. So if we get a dog, people will like the podcast. And we're just sort of now today realizing that nobody's realized that we've had a dog in the studio this whole time. <laughs> Mm, I see, because there's no visual component yeah. to your radio show. What we were thinking yeah. is, I'll kick the dog and it'll bark at a certain time. It'll be like when a section ends. But mm. we don't even have segments because we can't be bothered. We can't afford them. Uh, right. the, the but only... you want to be able to hear the dog. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe if the dog could do a funny rap. <laughs> that would be very funny. The only the only clue that the uh, listeners would have that there's a dog is uh, once in a while... In the middle of an interview, Michael just starts screaming the name Milo, and then mm. his voice gets further away from the microphone. Milo, it tries to eat cords and cables. Ah, uh, okay. So he's hungry. I don't know what it is, because I feed him a bunch of stuff. The worms, so, as you, you mentioned. Feed him? I feed him the worms. Mm. I the feed him worms? crust off of, yeah, the worms. Mm -hmm. The worms that... I've been growing. <laughs> sure. an experiment. Certainly, I'm familiar. I okay, grew, maybe, maybe we I need to take worms. a Yeah, maybe we need to take a step back. Michael grows worms. Yeah. Okay. Are of you course. happy? I admit it. We all no, caught up. Nothing to be ashamed of. It's... I grew worms out in the woods. That's yeah. How else are you going to eat? Exactly. exactly. And yeah. the worms aren't going to grow themselves. And I feed him crust off of bread, and mm. I feed him mac macrones. Mac. Sure. Mark. What Mac are they? Macaroons? Macaroons. Mark Marins. I, I think, think, I think Mark you Marins. were saying the uh, name of the French president, <laughs> Macron. Yes. I <laughs> feed You cannot feed him. Milo, Mark Macaroons, and he likes those. And right. I give him Doritos, Cool Ranch only. Fantastic. And I give him Evian water. Oh, wow. So he has a wonderful diet. He sounds like a very well-kept dog. Yeah, but he has contributed shit to this podcast. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. Michael's been trying to teach him to rap. How do how do you how do you? Uh, well, the problem is, I'm not a good teacher. Yeah, you know, I'm I've studied, sure, <laughs> sure, but I'm only one lesson ahead of the dog, right? And I'm not, you know, it's not coming from my experience. I'm very much just so the like dog I, could be a wonderful rapper. Yeah, with a good teacher. Yeah, right. Which leads me to my next question: Do you know any rappers? Uh, Preferably good ones. Some, I mean, I've obviously been very close with Drake for some time Great. now. Obviously, and then maybe you should also mention no allergies to dogs. Do you okay, know rappers? Not Drake. <laughs> okay. Okay. Drake sneezes the minute he gets into a room with a dog. Yeah, you know he was in Swampy as a child. Really? Yes. Oh, he was that kid with the crutches. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Nancy, I wanted to ask about specifically writing horror. Mm. What? to you are the good elements of writing any book but specifically a horror book well number one it's got to be spooky sure sure <laughs> i feel like a lot of young writers they set out they think okay i'm going to write a, a horror book it's going to be scary it's going yeah. to be terrifying it's going to be bloody gory etc but they forget one thing and that is to make the book spooky mm. and i There's think a it's, difference there is and i think it's clear when you read these books that they are scary and not spooky. Yes. Right. Yeah. And unfortunately, I think scary can be learned, but spooky you are born with. Yeah. Spooky is there's uh you can't really put your, if you could put your finger on what spooky is, then that's not spooky. Precisely. Spooky is an atmosphere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because if you have your finger on it, then you're it's it's not spooky enough. If it was really spooky, you yeah. wouldn't want to touch it. Right. Could Colin and I Maybe pitch you some uh, 
like either sentences or scenarios and you can tell us if they're spooky, spooky or, scary. or scary absolutely okay okay yeah, so absolute. let me think of one uh okay the monster drooled all over the floor which was my bed because the monster was under my bed scary okay fuck it was the was it the drooling it was the drool yes okay and was the sentence long enough i think it could be long okay thank you <laughs> Um, uh, uh, Colin realized at the age of, uh, 36 that his dreams of playing professional basketball might not come to fruition. Okay. Unfortunately, that is also scary. <laughs> also a little sad. <laughs> you know, you, you think that he still has a chance? Yeah. Don't give up on your dream. <laughs> don't give up on your dream. Give I mean, it a go again. I think I think okay. that you'll get it. Okay, this okay, time. okay, okay. Keeping okay. in mind that a spook a spooky sentence is a long sentence. Okay, right. okay, often. okay. It's eight p.m. Dracula said to himself as he got onto the bus to Newark. Shit, I can't believe it. I gotta go all this way to see my kids. Why didn't I fight harder to keep them? Why didn't I fight harder for full custody? Somebody turned on the light. Hey, knock it off, jerkwad. I'm trying to sleep, said Dracula to the person next to him who was a mummy. Uh, well, yes, you're almost there. I, <laughs> so well, a little further to I go. I wish I could turn into a bat and fly and not have to take the bus. But unfortunately, I got this ankle bracelet monitor on from when I did the hit and run back in Transylvania. I love my kids. <laughs> That was spooky. Yeah! You did it, Michael. I feel so good. An ankle bracelet that can only be worn on a bus. <laughs> that, that, that it doesn't detect it when you not cross straight. It's not lines. about this bracelet. Oh, if you guys, now I want to write this book. Bracelet's not about leaving your home. It's about turning into a bat. It detects you, when you turn into a bat. It depends, the, yes, I love that. In this, this is a, a version of Dracula never before told where he's pretty much just a pale guy. A person. <laughs> yes. What a brave way to tell that story. I think you should write this. Thank you. I'm halfway there. And if you need help turning it into a television show or perhaps a soaking wet action figure, just <laughs> let me know. Okay. How does it stay so wet? How, <laughs> How does it stay, stay so, so wet? wet? <laughs> it's the wettest thing on your shelf. <laughs> Colin, did you have one uh, last one? Maybe something about a zombie? <laughs> It or sounds any, like maybe you have another one. You were thinking. No, it was just if you were somewhere. My oh, so after we after you got the one where we nailed it, you yeah. want to do one more just to see uh, or not? Yeah, no. Okay, great. Every great. time you touch it, your hands are coated in something, but you don't know what it is. Is it water? No, it is a substance that has never been seen before on earth. Uh, sorry, I'm just singing the rest of the, of the verses. Melted plastic, melted plastic, you are touching melted plastic. Why is it so hot? Why is it still so, so hot? One more trip to the emergency room with your kids. With your kids. Where'd that ooze come from? Where'd that ooze come from? It's swampy. A little wet guy. One, two, three, four. Three-minute guitar solo. Then there was a guitar solo. That's right. Followed by a six-minute drum solo. Yes. Gosh, those were the days. I was really at the height of my career. So how did they get it so wet? <laughs> yeah, let's let's not beat around the bush any longer. How they get that swampy action figure so wet? To this day, nobody knows. Wow. That's incredible. Well, Nancy Cardigan, uh, we're we're so grateful to have you here. Do you have any advice to young aspiring writers? I guess I would say, should you find yourself in a position where perhaps you have done a toot that you <laughs> so bad you think it could ruin your career, mm. and you're worried your sister will tell everyone about it, mm. don't don't assume, <laughs> don't assume that you will. And then move to the woods, build a house out of sticks, and spend 10 years laying on your back with your head on a stone befriending a deer. It does sound like you gave yourself a lot of credit for saying a house out of sticks. It sounds more like a blanket out of sticks. <laughs> a blanket out of sticks? 
is accurate. I want to put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. That's the sort of writing advice that just anybody, that's 101 yeah. stuff. Well, and I have put that on a t-shirt, oh. and I've already made a million dollars. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And then uh, also, before we go, do you know of any uh, uh, hashtags on Twitter that are trending right now that maybe we could use? Do you know any trending? I think trending? I saw one. Um, perhaps hashtag... Uh, Detective Pikachu. Okay. Oh, and this yeah. Podcast Can we is put come that out, as like, a hashtag? Just hashtag Detective Pikachu. The podcast is coming out sometime this month, so that's okay. still going to be good. That'll still, That'll be, still okay. be good. That yeah. sounds good. Hashtag Great. Detective Pikachu. Oh, no, Great. it's happening. It's coming. What? It's a, It's coming out. Oh, no. Here it comes. Oh, my God. No, she's... It's a, it's a toot. No, I can't stop it. Just try it. and hold it in. Here it comes. Cut the mic. No! Oh, oh my God! Oh, it I'm sounds moving like back to the. It woods. sounds like something died inside you. You got I, it. You should leave society. I have to go back to the woods. This is vile. We're gonna tell everybody. No, don't. Yeah, Please. everybody's gonna find it using hashtag Detective you Pikachu. You are so lucky. No one listens to this podcast. Oh, oh, it's just hanging in the air. It's very thick. It's very wet, and it will probably stay wet forever. Oh, you you need to leave society. Can I just say one more thing about Shh. my toot? Yeah. How does it stay so wet? How does it stay so wet? How does the toot stay so wet and so thick in the air? And that's the end of that chapter. Forever dog. This has been a forever dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.